Hi everyone, Alex here, your host for the Marketing 101 podcast. Before we start the episode, I just wanted to tell you about the fantastic company 34SP who very kindly sponsor this podcast. They do that because they know that their green website hosting service is almost certainly going to be of interest to listeners just like you. I host all of my websites with 34SP and I do this because they put sustainable and ethical practices first, because they have an awesome customer support based in Manchester and because they are, of course, very competitive on price. So if you are looking to build a new website or coming up to the renewal of your existing website hosting, then be sure to head over to 34sp.com. That's 34s for sugar, p for peter.com. Their basic hosting costs $9.95 a month, which is almost certainly cheaper than whoever you're already using. And if you use the code alex101 or mention this podcast, then you'll get your first three months for free. So head over to 34sp.com to check out their ethical hosting. I promise you will not be disappointed. Right, on with the podcast. Hello there, my name is Alex Ryan and welcome to Marketing 101, Big Steps for Small Businesses. This is the podcast and vidcast that takes the overwhelm out of marketing and brings you tips, tricks, actions, ideas to enhance and grow your business on a weekly basis. And yes, that's right, you did hear correctly, it is a vidcast as well. So if you're listening on the podcast and you want some visuals, see me throwing my hands around and uh, my excellent lockdown haircut, then you can head over to YouTube and uh, you can watch the entire exact same show there. Um, And if you're on YouTube watching this and you want to take me home, you want to take me on your commute, put me in your pocket, head over to your favorite podcast platform and search for Marketing 101 there. Or of course, all the links will be in the description. So thank you very much for stopping by. This is episode number two, and we're going to be covering things to think about before you name your business. So this is only going to appeal to a a few people out there who are in the uh, either got a business idea um, or in the midst of setting up their own business. But if you are, if that's you, or if it's going to come up for you in in the near future, then this is going to be a great, very quick podcast to make sure that you don't make any mistakes when you're naming your business. Uh, It's an easy thing to do. So grab a pen and paper or open your favorite task list app and let's get straight to it. First up, seems really obvious, but it's also probably the most important, is the URL, the domain name that you want available. So When we're talking URLs, domains, you're talking about the name of your website, the website address that people are going to type into that top bar in order to arrive at your website. You're going to want it to reflect your business either exactly or near enough. Uh, So, for example, my business, Marketing 101, I couldn't get marketing101.co.uk but I could get marketing-101.co.uk. Now, if there weren't any options available with even a hyphen or or similar, then I maybe would have had to think about uh, naming my business something else. So have a think about what domain you need, uh, what you want people to type in, what do you want on your business card, uh, and make sure it's available. The quickest way to do that is go to a site uh, that sells domain names and start searching. And actually, I tend to use GoDaddy, that's G-O-D-A-D-D-Y, GoDaddy. Um, it's brilliant. You type in the name of your business. 
it'll give you a load of suggestions for domain names. Or you type in the precise domain name that you want. And if it's not available, it's going to throw up a load of other options for you. So that's how you do that one. Go and double check your domain name is available. Super important. The next thing you want to double check, which probably used to be the most important thing, but now I personally think is probably slightly less important than uh, your your URL, your domain. Uh, that's checking the company name is available in Companies House. Or that's what we use in the UK. Head to the Companies House website put in your proposed business name and double check it's it's available. Um, it's not the end of the world. If it's not, you can uh, take a different business name and then you can choose to be trading as your chosen business name. So you can do it that way around. But really, the best thing that you can do is make sure that your company name is available on Companies House and buy it. It costs about £12. So even if you've got an idea for the future, it's worth bagging that company name now to make sure that it's there for you when you uh, realise your your business dream. Next one, social media handles. So maybe your business isn't going to use social media, um, but I'd imagine in this day and age, if you're looking at a URL, you're looking at a business, certainly after the C19 pandemic, You've got to be thinking about online and you want to go to the social media channels that you think you're going to use um, and see if you can get the handle that you want. The handle is the name that you uh, choose to to uh, represent your business. So um, a lot of social media channels actually give you the opportunity to choose a handle and a name um, like uh, Twitter, for example. My handle is at that's the at symbol mktg underscore 101 underscore it's not great i'm not in love with it but it was available and it says marketing 101 it's going to get the point across but i can also set an actual display name which is marketing 101 Um, and that's what people see when you tweet so if they're going to find you on twitter they're going to need to type in the mktg underscore so the the handle starting with that but then from then onwards when they see your tweets popping up on the feed it's going to be your nice username your display name of marketing 101 go and do that across all platforms uh, you want to check out linkedin see if there's any other business pages that already have your business name that's a great place to start check out facebook again are there any any pages that people are running that already have your business name anywhere you think you're going to be doing it on social go and double check that includes a YouTube channel as well, of course. And that brings me to the next thing that you want to think about. So if you are creating something that you're going to be publishing, um, so for example, this podcast or the vidcast that I create. So if you're doing a YouTube channel or a podcast, you want to go to those platforms. And again, double check. Is anyone podcasting with your name already? Is um, anyone else got a, a, a YouTube series with your name? Um, again, not the end of the world if they do. But if they're successful, if they're rocking it, then you need to think twice about using that name. Cool. So next up, again, seems obvious, but you want to do a good bit of Googling. Does it already exist? Has someone got that company name already? Now, if they're not in your industry, then perhaps you can get away with having the same company name um, or trading name as that person. Obviously, if they're in your industry, stay away you don't want to be treading on anyone's toes um they're probably already well established you're not going to win you're not going to win there and actually people just don't don't appreciate it when you uh, kind of steal nick uh are inspired by someone else's company name so definitely check is there anyone else out there trading with that company name um but very specifically is there anyone else in your industry with uh, an identical or similar name and avoid it 
the next thing to think about, you're going to have to think a little bit laterally, a bit outside the box here, but um, it's really important. Are there any negative connotations that can be taken from your company name? So you might say your company name and think one thing, but if an outsider was coming across your company name for the first time, is there a chance that it might not sound right? Um, it's very easy to do that in your own language. So uh, try saying it in a different way. Maybe if you pronounce your company name really quickly, or maybe you pronounce it slightly differently and, and try and listen to it, see if it's going to sound like something else. But the other one as well is to think about other languages. Now, it's a really difficult one to do if you don't speak other languages, but try and uh, see if you can maybe type your company name into Google Translate or similar just to see what it comes up with and make sure that especially for those key languages, you know, your, your, your English, your French, your German, your Spanish, your Chinese, uh, Mandarin, um, Polish, you know, the, the, the kind of the main languages of today, perhaps Italian as well. Just see what it comes up with. A great example of this, it's a bit of a classic, uh, is uh, the car, the car brand Chevrolet Nova, N-O-V-A, when they released that. And they could not sell it in Spanish countries. And why not? Because Nova or Nova, V-A, uh, literally means no go. It doesn't go. So to name a car, something which uh, means it doesn't go is not a very good idea. So there's loads of classic examples like that. Have a look at them. See at the uh, the kind of places that you could uh, trip up on. But yes, have a think about other languages. Does it mean something else? Is your company name easy to spell, easy to remember and easy to pronounce? So there's three very similar ones. They're all interrelated. Memorability is really important. Um, it's going to help if, and we'll come to this on the next point, but it, if it's descriptive, so it does what it says on the tin, marketing 101. I think you'll remember that. It's the basics. It's the foundations of marketing. Um, is it easy to spell? So if you're taking a word and changing it uh, so that it can become a brand. So for example, I was working with um, a business when I was the furloughed marketer giving free consultancy during uh, the C-19 pandemic. Uh, I was working with a, a record label who had called themselves Concord Management and they changed the second half, chord, to be spelt like a, a musical chord, C-H-O-R-D. Um, that's great. I, I like it. It's wordplay. It, it's it's kind of very descriptive. Um, but is it easy for people to remember? Um it, you say I work for Concord record label, um, go and Google it. Are they going to know? Are they going to remember that it's a chord with an H or not? And actually that same person, uh, that same business had a, a problem from earlier, which is that there was already a business out there roughly in the same industry that was called Concord. Um, so be wary of that one. Um, is it easy to spell? And the last one from those three, is it easy to pronounce? Um, just from the, the the writing. So a lot of people are going to see your company name before they hear it. Are they going to say it right from the offset? The, the, the famous one is Nike versus Nike. But uh, the company I currently work for, so I'm, I'm still furloughed from my gifting, gaming, movie merchandise, memorabilia company that I, I work for. Their name is Paladone and it's spelled P-A-L-A-D-O-N-E, Paladone. Uh, but we've had many, many occasions where people have uh, mis mispronounced it when they come and speak to us paladon or paldone or pladone or all these kind of weird variations because it's not a real word so be careful of that one maybe test it on friends and family show them the name of your company written down if you're kind of changing 
traditional spelling of things or inventing a word uh and uh and see if they pronounce it correct uh first time off that's uh that's a good way to do that one so we touched on this just a second ago but is it descriptive of what you do but also unique so that the real goal with a company name is to find this is we're talking very much about finding your business online online is a very busy place the internet is big and, and busy and and lots of people fighting for space so if your company name can be both descriptive so it says what you do that's great for google it will immediately start to understand what you're doing what you're selling and give you those rankings online but if it can also be unique at the same time uh, then if people type it in they're going to find it immediately so paladone was great for that you type in paladone nothing else is coming up we win we're the top hit for that and you know these other companies like um i don't know weetabix those kind of companies where they've invented a word but it's still descriptive that's where you really win online and one of the best examples of that for me which a, a brand name that i absolutely love is trivago uh the the travel company and it's it uh it's actually created because it's the word go in three languages tree is uh go in french va as we've already discovered earlier is go or no va no go uh in spanish and obviously go is in english so it's go 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 but even better than that, it got kind of muddled and confused as people started to discover it. And some people now think it stands for trips, vacations, go. Uh, so a great, great brand name all around there. And then the final point that I think you should be thinking about is initials and acronyms. So this is where if you've got a, a business name with more than one word, so two words, three words, four words, are you going to be using the acronym or the initial? And therefore, does it sound good? Does it sound punchy? Um, or even if you're not planning on using it yourself, if other people use it, again, go back to that. Does it have negative connotations? So, um, for example, one of the businesses I've just been working with is a company called The Business Creative. Fantastic entertainment company uh, creating events around the world. The Business Creative TBC. Now, they don't particularly like it. It means to be continued. I quite like the air of mystery about it. I think it probably could work for them. But either way, there's an acronym um, that works really nicely. Another business that I've just crossed paths with, uh, it's an event called the Brighton Bear Weekend. And it's BBW. And <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, I'm not going to tell you, but it's a, a dating app term bbw that does sometimes get used uh, across those kind of the, those kind of sites so go and have a google and see what that stands for um, but it's not particularly something that you'd want confused with your you know your event uh, perhaps so definitely look out for initials and acronyms of, as well and that's it really those are the things i think that you should be looking out for before you name your business um if you think of any others if, if there's something you've come across whilst setting up your business that you stumbled across a, a you know a, a, a kind of light bulb moment oh god i can't call it this and let me know i'd love to hear from you my Twitter handle is at Alex Ryan UK. That's Twitter, best way to get in contact. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Otherwise, for more tips and tricks, head over to 101blog.co.uk and there's plenty more stuff that you can get your hands on there. Um, and if you'd like to join Marketing 101 on our other social media channels, then you're going to find the link to all of them down the bottom. There's a link tree link. Click on that and it will bring up all of our websites, our social media channels and everything. Thank you so much for dropping by. Have an amazing time. See you on the next episode. 
thank you all so much for listening. I hope you found it useful. Don't forget to check out our lovely sponsor, 34SP, and their ethical web hosting, if you haven't already. Just head on over to 34SP.com and use the code ALEX101 at checkout to get your first three months website hosting completely free. That's ALEX101, or 101 if you're typing it. The customer support's amazing. They're ready to help you transition smoothly to what I totally believe will be your hosting partner for life. 34sp.com. We'll see you next episode.